Everybody to Streaming Dreams, the number one podcast that brings you the inside scoop on our fantasy league. I am your host, Ben Young, joined by my guest, my co-host, if you will, Goody and Housky. How are you guys doing tonight? I don't even I hope we do better than what you guys did last time. <laughs> I, hope so. I hope so too, although it was one of those situations like the movie The Room where it's so bad it's good. <laughs> People I loved enjoy it. listening to it, but I'm just thinking like in the middle of it, I'm like, God, this is what happens when I don't when I don't show up. <laughs> when there's no organization at all. We yeah, had a couple bullet points. We had a couple bullet points and then uh Mucaria just sort of took over and was just like, Yeah, so about this and that and nobody could fucking hear what I was saying. I was gonna say so was a mess. Thing, you guys, you guys we put Ben in the corner. That's what and we that was the best part the was like the best part was Ben was clear as day, but to Housky and Mook it wasn't. So listening <laughs> to the boxes, as a listener, it was just hilarious. I, I was I, for the longest time I wasn't sure if Mook could hear Ben and like I was the only one like not hearing Ben. So I was like kind of looking at Mook for some sort of indication of you're hearing this because I'm not. And I like for at least the first half of that pod, I was just faking it. It's <laughs> <That laughs> fucking hilarious. And like I said, and I brought it up on the pod too. I'm like. Everybody listening to this is going to be able to hear my points. Damn it! <laughs> I love but the fact you, you left couldn't. pretty much the whole thing in there. That that was <laughs> well, you said to do that, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not editing this shit. <laughs> we, I cut out one little through. part, and that was it. And plugged in a basement hang apparel promo. Did we? Did we ever hear what Jamie's uh, business final is great was of that pod? By the way, I'm just curious. I didn't hear any words from him now, mm. unfortunately. He uh. He did say one message in the Fantrax uh, chat board uh, thing. He was just like, it definitely is the number one podcast. <laughs> the only, I, the, only, the podcast. only only podcast. Yeah, something like that. Um, listen, man. They can't, they can't all be tens. They, they can't, can't all be tens. Be tens. <laughs> they can't yeah. all be tens. But uh, yeah, what do you guys got? Yeah, what do you got for us tonight, Goaty? So uh, my number one thought was, and you're saying how I should have said this when you said how I'm feeling, but the does any do you guys just feel different today? Like I, I always talk about the milestones in the league, you know, in the league year, like Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and it's like I feel like yesterday, you know, you're planning out like, all right, what do I got? You know, what move should I make? You know, weighing all different options and what you can get and trying to. And it's an interesting scenario, obviously, because everybody's kind of making deals all at the same time and we're all going against each other. But, like, you wake up today and it's a different feeling of, like, man, I got three weeks less to this. This is the team. You know, it's it's time to it's time to ride, you know? It's it time to oddly... – go yeah, ahead, Kowski. I was going to say, it feels oddly permanent. You're like – there's all – like, you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll make this move. And then you kind of wake up Monday morning and go – shit like there's nothing else i can yeah, do now. like this really. is it this is what i got now it's just like the i week to definitely week yeah. feel that it's like usually i'm like dropping guys here and there and now it's like shit i just traded for these guys i'm sort of stuck <laughs> i'm sort of stuck with them <laughs> for did. a little bit <laughs> that was my first thought of, i'm no uh, longer a bachelor I, this morning when i was yeah. looking at your team i was like all right is 
how many of these guys aren't going to make it on Ben's roster next week? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll like see how it goes. <laughs> like, feeling deal. I like the fact that you're kind of more uh, in neutral because, God damn, to what you do to the free agency, you just play it like a absolute fiddle. So I like to see you stay put for a little while. But anyway, I, I think it's actually kind of relaxing in a way where it's like, I don't know, there's no decision, major decision to make. Now it's just, you know, for the next three weeks and then the three weeks of playoffs, if everything goes well, now it's just the, you know, how long does the season go on? You're just, you know, kind of fighting for survival. Well, some of us in the muck have been fighting for survival since like week four. So this is nothing I'm, new for us. I'm, I'm getting there now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you are yeah, a new member. You're, you're you are, top, you are new top down looking. Top down looking. down weeks that I'm a member of the muck now. I am in. I'm. I, well, if you're considering yourself part of the muck, then you would be on top of the muck, whereas I am second in oh, line. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm top dog in the muck. Right? Okay. You are definitely. Yeah. I am, like, right there on the edge, though, but I'm feeling better than I have been. I've had two big weeks back-to-back, and now I got Pat, and I think I'm feeling good, man. If I beat Pat bad... And just his roster is so it's damn so sorry. It's bad. It's bad. And if <laughs> I just if I if I blow his back out, like we've talked about, you blow out a few backs, Pat's one of them, and then I just survive against I got Mucaria and Duty next. If I like tie with them, I feel like I'm in, man. I gotta be honest, I'm more scared of playing people in the muck right now than I am in the playoffs. It feels like the top is starting to kind of fade that. a little bit. And the muck is just like a pain in the ass. I'm not gonna. So lie. I, I agree with that, except yeah. with one exception. I think Brendan is in blast off mode. Uh, uh, I have to. Uh, yeah, I got to eat a yeah, lot of crow. That that didn't take long for that to go bad. Brendan just so, and destroyed I, I Jamie. The chat today, but like he was outperforming himself, and I remember mentioning it's like, well, he's it's weird. He's you know top two in the league, but you know Riley hadn't really taken off. Tucker hadn't taken off. Sandy had struggled. All of those guys are hitting their stride now. Yeah, it, it he it's a oh god it, Ruiz had a home run for him today. Jesus and Christ! That's what, what, Ruiz what other things? Could, of the season. I, I I don't know. Like he's 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 made some great moves this year. Uh, uh, and and just frankly, it's it's for real now. I, I don't know what more you can say. That the, it's his team is for real. Yeah, and we'll I'll get to a part on him, but uh, but all right. So I think that's a good segue into kind of us going into what everybody kind of did at the deadline. I feel like it's oh kind of best. Yeah. To, so wait, who is? Who is Brenda playing right now? Uh, I think like I think Ricky. He's playing Ricky, so yeah, yeah, yeah dude. He's, yeah, so. He, if he doesn't get a buy or even the Brendan, top, Brendan could essentially like clinch his buy this week. Yeah, yeah, dude. He plays Bill next week, and yeah, and I don't know. Bill is no speed, slouch first game, and then he plays Speed after that. I'm just saying, Bill's like he, like you guys everything. said, he's in blast off mood. He's yeah, he's yeah. offense. Yeah, he might clinch oh, that everything's, by. Everything's coming up Bill now. It Bill's yeah. juggernaut offense. <laughs> or sorry, everything's coming up Brenda. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Brenda. <laughs> he no longer even needs the voodoo, I think. Uh, no, no, not anymore. It's for real now. So uh, so anyway, so I'm going to break it down, I think, by kind of each. I feel like it's by manager makes the most sense. And then we can talk about individual deals within that. But yeah, uh, sure. I mean, I think the – I'm just going to come out and say I think they kind of the – biggest winner of the day i don't want to um was trevor in that like he was the one in this league where we had so many guys and i think the timing of this all where we still had three weeks left 
so many guys held firm and didn't want to sell. You know, like Speed could have sold. Um, obviously, Ben, you bought in. Housky, you didn't sell. Like Trevor kind of took advantage, and I think you guys might have mentioned this, that he would be the guy to do that. Yeah, it always felt yeah. like he had um, not really the the squad to really kind of – if he did make the playoffs, I don't think it would have went anywhere. He didn't really have those elite guys this year, so I think it was the right move for him. And I think even – I think what adds that more too is like what kept him kind of floating around there was he had the stuff that was easy to trade in the closers. That, yeah, that that's what I was going to say is that he had the, the pieces to trade. Yeah, he had he had the all stuff that's like all right, you know, you don't really want to keep those guys like, and uh, and yeah, he really worked some good. I mean, so now after so he trades two or three closers pretty much. I mean, he kind of traded a guy who's only going to be a closer for tonight or <laughs> for today for pretty eight, for eight, eight for an eight round pick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he ends up with uh, like an extra one from Ben. He got a two from Duty, a three from Duty. Um, he got sixes and sevens from me, a six from duty. Uh, so pretty, pretty all good haul. And then also in that he, um, you know, in my deal, he ends up getting Nolan Gorman, who I feel like is an offensive keeper for him. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I like what Trevor, do, Trevor, Trevor did. Um, just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't believe he got a first round pick from you, Ben, for Santander. <laughs> Listen. I was yeah he 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 offered me that he was going to top that and I'm like no no I'm not going to top guess that. what so I, I don't I don't here's the thing after our last pod where we said the draft doesn't mean anything I said you're goddamn right it doesn't mean anything <laughs> That's Fuck exactly, it. I, I think Ben really took that <laughs> and to I was heart. like you know what I brought Springer back I'm bringing back Santander too and the closer <laughs> with him Can, you know what I'm going opposite stock buying rules. Sell low, buy high. Buy high. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine from draft You don't want to FOMO. You don't want to miss out. Ben from draft has a little ticket in there. Instead of saying, like, you know, Cal Hanover, whatever the fucking name was, the draft means nothing <laughs> as you go into this. <laughs> well, look, so I one thing, I, one thing I do always love that I have a tradition with Trevor is, like, we're always in Dewey for the trade deadline. And, uh, you know, I can, I can think going back years of us, like, being at Starboard Breakfast and, like, you know, just on the phones and uh, – and it was like, you know, so I was I was out on the boat for a little bit, but then I was coming to meet him later. We had already negotiated our deal, but something was up where, like, I had to shift Romano to IL or something to process the deal or move some roster spots around and uh, to so he could accept it. And, like, he's like, yeah, I need you to accept it because I got another deal going that, like, I want to light the, I want to light the coals underneath, <laughs> underneath them and let them know I mean business. And, like, like, after I made my deal, I saw your Santander deal. And I was like... Jesus Christ, Trevor! You're really just. Well, I think he's a, he's a professional seller, as as one of you. Yeah, be that no, way. Trevor is where like I'll say some guys in this league are really bad at negotiating. I think Trevor's a really good negotiator. Um, I, I don't know man. who are the really bad negotiators. But Pat's the worst negotiator. <laughs> Pat Pat and Duty can be one of those as well. Where he yeah yeah do so for different reasons. Like Pat does the outlandish stuff. Like his valuations are just crazy. Duty does the like you bet you you do the bartering with him and then you agree to Duty's price and then he changes his mind. Uh, yes, that's annoying. Like, as shit. He's, it's he just like, hey, let's just do the agreement. deal, and then it's like, well, wait a minute, I want that sugar too, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? Well, yeah, like, it's that, like you. That, I gave, that you, what, I gave you what you asked for, Duty. Yeah. yeah, that's that is annoying. Um, speaking on Pat though, Ricky was getting on him today earlier in the chat. I liked it. I did like it. it. Was that was very unexpected. Funny. It was uh, from the top from rope. The top rope. 
just like <laughs> Ricky Rick, going, like, what the hell I'm are you doing, there Pat? I'm in the office drinking my coffee. I'm like, God damn, Ricky is fired <laughs> on this morning. He's just like, dude, why don't you trade any of these guys? Like, lower your offer. You're not keeping them. But we got to respect the take it to the grave, too. Well, it's funny because, yeah. you know, the fourth round pick was getting like, or whatever it was, being poo-pooed, so to speak. And you look at the fourth round, there was a lot of good guys. I, lo- I love that, too. Like, Pat's, like, Ricky says that. Like, why don't you get some picks? Like, and Pat doesn't have any extra picks uh, other than the second he got from you. And, like, he's like, oh, nobody got drafted in the second round. He said, like, <laughs> and you look guy, at it, and it's like, like I'm just sitting there listing off. I'm like, oh, that guy was him. Him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look, wait, wait, this list just keeps going. Like, wait, like 10 of these guys have been on fantasy rosters the entire year and been productive. <laughs> what What round did Pat have all those picks, though? Didn't he that have, like, round. He had a second, second. He second had round. five second-round picks. Yeah. He had either fuck? four or five second-round picks, but he also had, like, the first pick in the third round, too. Who did he take? Because his team oh, was, was I think I have it right here, actually. pulled up. The only one he had was Newt Bar. I know. Newt Bar. Um, he's pretty – he's good. I mean, like, Presley, all right, but he took Presley, uh, Stanton, Newt Bar, Singer, Helsley, and then Chapman, third, you know, third. Yikes. A whole bunch of nothing. (laughs) We got, yeah. And then he's trying to trade Stanton. (laughs) What was he trying to trade him for? He wanted a second round pick for Stanton. and like, give me a fucking break. Like, like. I was entertaining the idea of Stanton of like for a shot in the dark of like, all right, maybe he'll get hot and hit four home runs in a week. But like, he's a borderline, like he's a borderline free agent player at this point. Dude. Yeah. yeah. I looked at his line. Like he hit me up too. I'm like looking at his line. I'm like, he's barely batting over 200. Like, did you see him? Did you see him run the bases last week? Yeah. He got like tagged <laughs> out in fucking home play. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's like, dude, I don't want that bum on my team. And, like, Pat always says, like, oh, average doesn't matter. It's like, well, guess what? I do care about average. It yeah, does matter yeah, when you, a little when bit. You bat, when you bat 200, it When you matter. bat 200, it's bad. It felt yeah. like bats were hard to come by, at least ones that were going to be marginally better than the ones that you were. Like, I was, like, looking at Stan, and I'm like, but what is the huge difference between him and Garver? There's not no, no, a, great. a, ma- There's a massive really, difference. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And somebody like that, it's like, you really, at that point, it's like, you're just – it's, I'd rather just have the guy playing the shitty pitching team that week that I'm, like, streaming a platoon matchup or something. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, like, perfect tonight. Like, I picked up Rosario because the Braves are playing the Yankees, and, like, he has two runs, two RBIs. Like, it's oh, not because, like, you know. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 so I had another deal that I ended up not doing, but um, I, I was going to buy Bogey for a four, and I just kind of looked at him and Polanco, and I'm like, I just don't believe there's this big difference. Bogey. Bogarts. I was going to buy oh, Bogart for a four. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking at him, I'm just like, I just don't, him and Polanco, I'm, I'm going to go Bogey, he's definitely a better player. I just don't see that marginally of difference to just to, to, to actually pull the trigger on the deal. I just don't think it's yeah. that big an upgrade. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't move enough. So, no. so yeah, and I felt the same way kind of bats-wise. Uh, you know, I, I, I made a bigger deal to speed of trying to trade for, uh, I tried to trade Lazardo for Yelich pretty much Ooh. in a deal. Um Speed didn't – I he kind of thought about it, but I guess we didn't go there. But then, you know, on my move, I was like, you know, me getting Wilson Contreras a catcher was, a, you know, going from me having a zero to having a Hilly. big upgrade. Yeah, yeah, and he's been hot. Like, he could actually move the needle. And then, like, you know, like, I don't really – I don't like CJ Crone and all that, but, like, all right, maybe he – you know, he kind of backfills covering in Gorman 
playing in the infield for me a little bit, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, you just hope that, you know, he has another hot six week stretch in him. But, you know, once again, I wasn't really giving up, you know, yeah, you give us I six was and those guys at six yeah. and sevens. Like, you know, I considered like Gorman and, and Contreras to be the swap. And then you're saying like Crone and Romano for sixes and sevens. Like, I bet you can get a similar guy at six and seven and that than, than round 12. Like, yeah, the yeah, value drop off not huge. Yeah, so I don't know yet, but you know, that's like you know, fishing for a second for Stanton, you know, uh, yeah, not not happening. I was surprised. Dude, I mean, I I thought about asking for like Chapman, but like I don't know, he never even brought him up. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was one that was one I was kicking around too. Um, but he's another one of those guys like anybody, so really. You put, he can get hot though. Is the thing like? Yeah, I, I always see with Chapman, but yeah. Um, Anyway, so yeah, it's, uh, I, and I got to give credit. So I said Trevor, I thought, had the best deadline of everybody. Um, I'll say I give Ricky the most credit for the – he gets the Hustler Award this year, I think, of <laughs> making the most – I mean, for a guy who's been in last place all season and he didn't trade away – he kept all of his, like, keeper players, you know. He, he, sque- he has squeezed out value um, with – and I, and I give him credit for not only for negotiating deals, texting everybody. I mean, he. I mean, for the last two months, we've all been getting the six a.m. text from him. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. I uh, you know, so I give him credit on that. But also, like, he did a good job of picking up guys in free agency and claims that like I thought should be rostered, but maybe like, you know, George I had to Springer. Roster. Yeah, Springer's a perfect <laughs> example of that. Um, Chapman, I think too. I think he pick up Chapman. Dumping me. Yeah, yeah. Like I think. I think he did a good job of just always looking to, you know, he was moving inventory off and then trying to scoop up the next thing. It, uh, it reminded me of Housky, like, picking up Jaime Garcia and then, like, trying to trade him to me later three days. This close. I was this, you were thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's Jaime Garcia. What am I doing? Uh, but, yeah, I don't I just, I, I give Ricky a lot of credit. So, he, like, he didn't get any high picks except for, I guess, oh, so I was also negotiating another deal with him. I was offering him a four with Jack Flaherty involved in there. He wanted a third rounder. And I was like, I thought for sure that this was just going to go down to the end of the day. And then Ricky was going to text me back and, and take say it. like, okay, I'll take a four. But then he got the third rounder from Ben, of course. <laughs> Listen, he was throwing in Gibson and he threw in Gallegos, which is another guy that was, guy that like, was on he, my team at one point in did, time. He too. tried to throw in <laughs> other stuff to get my third round pick. And I was like, I, don't even like I'm that means I got to drop other guys like I just want these two guys for your fourth you know I basically have I have three-fifths of the of the Orioles starting rotation now on my team and they're the Cinderella team and so am I is very overperformed their names (laughs) they're gonna continue to do that yeah throughout like I do for three more weeks or so I I actually like and I wanted to get Jack Flaherty like I actually like like his two starts he's going to Baltimore he's been throwing a little harder and he's the type of guy I think that like I get to see, he's in a contract year. He's now on a team that's going for it. Like I get to see that's him the next six want. weeks. Like <laughs> lights just out, fire. Let's just yeah. go. And Gibson already has blow up. I gave like nine earned runs the last start or whatever. So hopefully that's behind him now. Yeah, I mean I think Gibson's the guy that Ben's gonna drop. And yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then, and then he can't trade for him again because the deadline's over. So <laughs> listen, if it doesn't work with Gibson, uh, yeah, I won't be. <laughs> trading for somebody else or trying <laughs> to trade. Can't. I got Michael Walker coming off the bench too, I'm, but I'm going to have to figure out who the fuck I'm going to drop. Maybe Elder. He's been sucking. But I don't know. I don't know. 
Listen, man, that's how I play the game. I we I don't wheel and deal. I wheel and deal on the free agency. It's like you don't perform, you're out. <laughs> You've had an interesting year, Benefic. You you just reacquired everybody that you traded away. <laughs> it's true. Like I I should have given you a call for Jose Barrios yesterday. <laughs> I might have taken you up on the offer. <laughs> I'm done trying to understand how it works. If I would have known you were thrown out, you know. And and it has crossed my mind that I've thought about it. I'm like, man, if I had just hung on to these guys, what position would I be in right now? (laughs) Instead of. Is is there there like an angel and a devil on your shoulder when you pick and drop (laughs) them? Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) But look, that's just how I play the game. As I've said numerous times, I shoot from the hip. Right now, I'm in sixth place. That means I'm I'm playoff bound. Anything I always from say, you're. But... I think your strategy, and this makes no sense, <laughs> but I think your strategy works because you're doing what no other manager. Yeah, does. when everybody else everybody is zigging, else I'm is zagging. Trying, <laughs> yep, everybody else is trying to play this one way, and we're you know. <laughs> you the, be- the best it, analogy I have for Ben is how you basically beat a computer at chess. It just confuses the fuck out of us. <laughs> <He> just takes, <laughs> like... <laughs> Did you just move your pawn up the? <laughs> like, what are you what doing? Are you doing? I don't, I don't know. You're not what he's allowed doing. to do that. It's like the. Uh, it's always. I was talking about this movie on Sunday actually with somebody. The man. You guys remember the man who knew too little with Bill Murray? No, I never seen that one. I never saw oh, that's one. a good one, Ben. Is it? Should, All right. You know, I'll yeah. put so, it on the list. I got so a list this of guy, d- This guy gets looped into like this secret agent ring, basically, but he, but by mistake, and he doesn't know, and like. So because he doesn't, like, he thinks he's acting, he's just fucking around the whole time, and they think he's, like, the greatest agent <laughs> ever. Okay, that does sound pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Like, great, great movie. Bill Murray. Gotcha. Bill Murray at his best. Uh, hi. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to go into that with, I think, I'm going to give Halsky the floor to talk about his Carlos Rodon deal. Oh, yeah. That's yes. juicy. The only, the one pick that Pat did monetize. So, uh, to my mind, it, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, essentially, looking at all my keepers, I don't believe I had an eighth guy that I truly trusted. Eflin would have been that guy, but I just it doesn't didn't feel warm and fuzzy about bringing him year to year. I just don't know if it's going to carry over. His stuff has not been great this year; it's just basically been on control. I'm not a kind of guy I want to trust year to year. So, or to Rodon, make or to Rodon. make thirty starts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Rodon to me is the at least according to the metrics, it's the stuff hasn't really diminished. He's just been, you know, hurt obviously this year. So someone that I trusted for next year more so. And then obviously if he come he's supposed to come back next week. So he still is a this year piece as well. So for my mind, uh that was you know, a, a second round pick bought me essentially at least a year and a half of this guy, and that was worth it to me. And, and I felt even you know, Pat of course who instantly tries to win every deal, like the minute we hit accept, which is the longest time. I, mean, I don't understand the reasoning of like trying to win these deals, like the minute they happen. Like it's part oh, of what makes oh, it's part of what makes him the worst negotiator. And I'm like, dude, you literally lost. Like he remember he tried to to talk shit about the Matos Sheehan deal, of which both are probably gonna be in free agency within like a week now. I think Matos maybe gets sent down. Like, dude, yeah. like like I don't, I don't know, whatever. And, but, like, uh, and by the way, aside from that, I know that happened already, but like. Presley was a guy that he should have easily gotten, you know, a third round pick for. People were begging me to give a second. Like I probably yeah. if I actually was selling. I would have gotten a second for him. I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna. I was thinking about offering you for Presley. Yes, he's he's been a consistent. You know, but it, I I thought it was a fair deal. At the time I come out, go yeah, I think this is a good deal. And then Pat kind of comes at the end and goes like, 
well, you know, I wasn't willing to, I was willing to sell his upside and how he's willing to buy. Yeah, that's why it's a fair fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. No, I mean, it's, it all comes down to, look, it's a, it's, it's a coin flip on, is his shoulder going to be healthy again? Sure. You uh, know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, and look, I, this is a guy who's had his whole, he was a top draft pick. He was a top prospect. He had multiple elbow and shoulder injuries. He was, de- you know, non-tendered by the White Sox before he had his breakout. And he had two years where he was a top five baseball pitcher. And then now he's hurt again this year, but you kind of, you hope either it gets, it's either going to get right or it's not. And, but it getting right is a top, you know, a top five, top 10 pitcher. Exactly. And I'm not sure he's there. I'm not sure he has that kind of talent anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying I bought a a top 10 pitcher here. I think I bought a top 20. I mean, I don't see, I don't see why not though. Like I think it's a pretty binary outcome in my opinion, because it's, He's only 30 years old, you know, and, la- you know, the last two years he was that. I just, you know. True. I, but I just don't, you know, that's the upside, of course. But I just, I'm not, like, sitting here thinking that's what I bought for a second-round pick. And I'm like, Pat, I'm like, I say, oh, I, I, you know, I crushed him in this deal and stuff like that. I just think that the the risk was worth it. It still was a little bump for this year for me, but it was also, like, carrying the next year. I yeah, undoubtedly I, believe he would have been a first-round pick next year. So I, get, I, I think from this ride, then it's like, if he comes back and pitches well this year, it's a bonus. But really, it's more you're you're saying, oh, okay, this guy could be a top guy next year. Yeah, exactly. And but there is, but he will be back on the twenty second. He's already throwing. They've kind of said that he's going to pitch next week. Well, I so. know it depends on whether he's yeah. well or not. Yeah, he can come back. Oh yeah, true. Good point. He can come back, walk the terrible. guys, and then be shut down. Fair, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But considering <laughs> that's all, probably oh, the most probable outcome. <laughs> and of course, Pat said he would have sold him for anything, but like. There's no way he just drops him for less than a third. I don't believe that. And he should, yeah, I don't think so. He would, he yeah. would have kept him. So the second round pick was – I wasn't give a first. And, I wasn't and honestly, like, I, I'm not going to dog Pat for this trade either. Like, I think, you know, look, a second's a very reasonable price to sell at, given yes. how much his value has diminished this year. I mean, I think originally this year he was going to be traded to Jamie before his injury for Jordan Walker and a second round pick. So, you know, a prospect and a second round pick. To still get a second round pick after a totally lost season in a guy that's had injury issues, it's not a bad sellout point, you know? No. And and ultimately this deal mm-hmm. also kind of ropes into the Grayson Rodriguez deal. I dealt Nola for Rodon and Grayson. At the end of the day, no one would say no to that deal. I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean I yeah, I that's what I said Good in point. the chat. I was like, God, he, once again, Housky spins his way into <laughs> That's what, that's what it turned into. That's what it turned into. <laughs> he, you do it every time, man. Even when, even when you think you, you know, there's no way out. <laughs> but I think, uh, Halski, you were alluding to something though with Pat of like winning the deal, and that's something that comes up a lot. It's like some people in this league. It's like, oh, I won the deal. It's like, why the hell is there ever a fair trade? I like, and why can't they yeah. just be? It's a exhausting. Fair, and it's so exhausting. My, yeah. And and like we could talk about that for a little bit because I think it's a good point. It's like there should always be value creations in the deal. Like I'm not For trying to get sides. I'm yes. not trying to get one over on you. You know, like I have certain, you know, somebody could be more valuable to me than they are to you. Exactly. We all you have know, different, yeah. Yeah. We all have different yeah. Yeah. the whole idea yeah. of trading is creating value. And you on, know, both I, sides, on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. But some people love to be like, Oh, I got, I got the upper hand on him. Yeah. It's like, what the, no, Fuck, and from man. Pat's side, maybe Lars Newtbar was potentially not a keeper. Now that he gets a second round pick and Lars Newtbar pushing the next year, there you go. That makes a yeah. ton of sense for him. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, is Pat will keep 
two other guys who have no yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, this guy's potential is 30 30. He was a normal person. That's, like, yeah. that's what it Fuck. should be looking at. Like, when I sold Bogey, I was another guy and a second round pick. Where the hell er- got for me? Eric time. Cross is drafting this guy in every one of Eric- his dynasties. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Cross has him on his top 10 prospect list. <laughs> Chris Cross these nuts and call me Scott Gardner. <laughs> Chris Cross these God. nuts. I mean, it. And that's the kind of thing. So I always find myself like, I know, I feel like I do most of my trades with like Evan or Trevor. It's kind of funny. Like, I feel like that's that kind of common, easy negotiation with them. It's like, one, they're not crazy on valuations, but we kind of each go into it with looking at it from the other person's perspective. Like, I've done that before with them in a deal. And like, my deal with Trevor, I wasn't looking at Wilson Contreras. He texted me about Contreras. I was trying to acquire another catcher. And Trevor's like, oh, shit, like, you need a catcher, right? And I was like, yeah, but I don't want four Cardinals and, you know, all on the same team. And I was like, well, shit, like, Gorman might actually be, like, a pretty good keeper for you, you know? And yeah. as long as I get something, like, it's worth you, know, the like risk him, you know, him and Crone, I think, like, for the next six weeks are at least close enough to chances of outcomes. But, like, for Trevor, it's, you know, getting <laughs> or, you know, getting Gorman <laughs> is, you know, a 23-year-old who, you know, I know he's still on the Torkelson thing, and I'm not giving up on that guy either, but it's like those are the two best young hitters that Trevor's had in like a decade. Ugh. It has been a while. The best he's pairing been, anyway. He's like, and obviously he's recognizing that. He's trying. Yeah, to- yeah. So, um, so anyway, that, that type of stuff comes up where it's like, all right, well, like I would have – that would create a little bit of a problem for me, but, well, this would create a solution for you too. So it's funny. Anyway, it's funny because I was try- actually trying to deal Detmers most of the day. But I just really couldn't find a situation that it made sense that someone would take a risk on. Like, You're I the only the one that loves that guy, man. I thought maybe well, – that's why I didn't try it. I think I offered him the pat. He was considered – Detmer's in a four for Rodon. But he ended up one in the second. I, I offered the two deals. He took the second round pick instead. When are we going to get over Reed Detmer's? Uh, probably this year, actually, because I'm not <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like you and Mook are the only two guys that love that guy. I still love that guy. Guys, I'm sorry I have to interrupt the pod real quick, but – for our sponsor, Basement Hang Apparel. At Basement Hang Apparel, you get the coolest t-shirts, hoodies, and more to show off to your friends. I think they even got mugs, pint glasses, you name it. Um, Hopefully one day they get a Streaming Dreams t-shirt in there. I think that would be pretty cool, but until then, check them out at basementhangapparel.com. That's Basement H-A-N-G Apparel.com. Com. Um, on another, all right, so I mean, I'll talk, all right, we'll go into Brendan and Duty real quick, um, and then I'm going to go into just kind of another quick topic that I thought of, of, you know, so Brendan and Duty, I feel like those were the guys, like, so I, to use, I was like using soccer terminology with this type of stuff when I say like Ugh. valuations, good bit of business, you know, the other one they always talk about is like net spend. Uh, like net transfer spend. So when you're buying and selling players, like, you know, your net spend, I feel like with, you know, with us, it's really just draft picks of what you're spending most of the time. So I feel like with Brendan and duty were the biggest spenders, you know, Brendan cleared out his first four picks. I think duty cleared out everything, but a second pretty much. Ben, you were pretty close behind there. Uh, But um, I don't know. I wanted to just, do you got? Do you guys think like you know each of them doing that? You know, did they get enough difference makers? I know Housky, we were kind of talking about how like do these people really move the needle for me or not? Um, I, I think felt, I felt duty. Yeah. I, 
of, of the three, Duty, Brendan, and Ben, I felt that Duty made the most impact to his team for the rest of the year. Got the best bang for his buck, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I would say Duty, then probably Brendan, then maybe Ben and Brendan are pretty close, but I would say Duty's ahead of him. So I know I mentioned about Brendan launching off, but like, it's not that because Cease has pitched well or Jonah Heim is like hit for him since he's traded for him because he got hurt. It's like I said, it's because of his keepers. Uh, I don't know Duty getting the two closers. I feel like just fits in well. Um, Mikolas Turner. Uh, you know, like Mikolas, uh, no. So all right. So here's the thing. So I think Turner's a very useful guy. You know, to go in. The only drag is that like he's already got a bad. Was it a bad back or something like that? Because I, uh, I thought it's about that. He, he's got a heel, heel problem. Yeah. And yes. so, you know, he's probably only going to be playing five days a week for the rest of the year, right? That's fair. Yeah. That's, yeah. Did he get that from my, Bill? I, I thought about asking Trevor about him beforehand, but, like, I don't know. I kind of, you know. Um, Mike Mikolas, like, you know, I, I guess he's dependable and all that, but it's like, you know, it's a four ERA. It's not even like it's a great whip, and he – doesn't strike out anybody. He's got innings though. He's gonna do innings. He's got the strikeouts already. I think it's yeah. he needed a piece like Mikolas. I, 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 and then the closer is obviously. I think we're probably the biggest. Oh, the closer. Guy. I mean, Doval's been yeah, and for pretty, pretty decent prices, closer. he got essentially Doval for what a three and Bednar for or sorry, Doval for a well, two. He, and Bednar he for gave a two and a three, so I thought that was like full price for each of those guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, Doval's been the second best closer behind Batista. Uh, he, yeah, but Doval could go first round next year, honestly. But it would oh, yeah, probably, no, it'll probably go, go close no, to the end yeah, of the first. Like probably Doval can go in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think if you're, you're only buying, you're not buying a whole season of Doval. You're buying six weeks of Doval. You know? Yeah, so it's true. So, that's full price. Um, yeah, I mean, price. Hater went for a one. Like I, I'd, I'd rather and Scooball. I know, but like, I don't know. I'd I'd prefer Doval to Hater right now. Uh, yeah, me too. And um, so I don't. Know, I thought he paid full price for that, and Trevor got that, so that's good. But like. It just fits in nicely of, like, you know, he's gone all year with Duran and Lang, and Duran's been really good. Uh, uh, you know, and Lang's been fine, I guess, like, serviceable. But it's, like, those guys being your third and fourth closers now, like, just gives him a really good combination with his with his other starters. Yeah. Uh, I just – I think, um, obviously, Cease – if Cease turns it on, you could probably flip-flop Brendan there. But uh, – Oh, yeah, that's still – that's still – yeah, that book's still yeah. – left to be you know that's not closed yet on him yeah and, but you know, i still think like you know cease you're playing for the he's the opposite of mike mikolas like yeah playing for the like oh you hope in the playoff week you get the 13 strikeout outing correct yep. you know what i mean where like mikolas is like you know i don't know you're just hoping for the like the four strikeouts and seven yeah. innings it, bill and, hit and me Brandon up can about... obviously push that value forward too so it's not like it's yeah it's, bill it's, hit like, me up I, about like... mikolas and i was just like i was looking at his st i'm like eh i could stream a dream better than this yeah yeah like i wasn't interested that i wasn't interested so that's all uh and and for what it's worth like it's like what's the difference between gibson and mikolas really I, I, just think more, I think you get more innings out of Miklos. That's my my opinion. More at least at least a higher. Yeah, I think getting, but I mean, all right, yeah, maybe. Uh, was there any? Was for you guys? Was there any or anything proposed to you, or anything you guys tried to do? Like stuff that you tried to trade or thought you would trade that you did. I know you mentioned Detmersowski. Yeah, Detmers and not stealing from Bogey was really it. And then obviously I had a bunch of people hit me up for Presley, but I just. Uh, I wasn't selling. What was the best offer you got for that? Uh, three. 
which is a three. Okay. Yeah, which I, think I mean, I'm sure if I actually entertained it, I probably could have gotten a two, maybe, but I just wasn't entertaining it. Yeah, well, because for a lot of playoff teams, like the difference between a two and a three isn't as great. Yeah, I think I could have gotten the way, people. That was the way two. I think about it when I look at the chart is like, you know, because you assume if you're making these trades that you're going to win, so you're going to have the last pick. Yeah. And, like, the difference between a four and a three is bigger than a three and a two. And, and I probably could have comboed up Muna since he's actually the closer now. And I could have gotten something if I really was in the mood to sell. If I'm selling Presley, I'm also selling Munoz. But you were destined to take him to the grave. I, I don't <laughs> think there's any reason for me to sell. I'm just – I'm right on the doorstep. It's just – this doesn't – I'm Me not, too. And not the muck is fighting this year. The playoffs. Yeah, it just the doesn't make any sense. The muck is fighting this year. Um, it, I wasn't I, I like selling it. either. I, I think that's totally different from prior years and especially last year. Like, I kind of think that's interesting how, like, everybody's decided to play it out. It, well, I, think I think it first, should. First, Go yeah, ahead, Housky. I was going to say, first, I think we've seen this. the draft capital doesn't guarantee you anything. So, like, I'm, I'm selling the chance of the season, you know, making the playoffs and who knows what the hell happens after that for something that's, you know, not really guaranteed to help me next year. That's a great point. And we've seen this year – it's like week to week, things can change on a fucking dime. So it's like you may as well just give yourself the best opportunity when you have it. That's how yeah, I, I feel yeah. it about it anyway. It's like, look, you may as well try to get the best players if you are within reach. Because, yeah. And, and, yeah. Another thing, too, is like you got to go into the playoffs going, okay, like you got to take stock of do I have speed? Do I have saves? Like if you don't have one of those, that's one of the things you really need to like buy. Yeah, you can't give away. I felt Yeah, I felt I had both of those already. So I'm like, you know what? Let's take a shot at this. Like, you know, I, I may not have the strongest speed, the strongest saves, but I have both. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that's what I was buying was a couple closers. And then, you know, Ricky was throwing in some solid arms. And I wanted Santander back. Yeah, I brought him <laughs> back. I brought him back. I could keep him. Listen. Pat, that well, no, that was actually it, Housky. I'm like looking at his numbers. I'm like that guy could be a keeper again. So why not? I'm looking at my team. I'm like, okay, I just piece meal this team keep together him again and then trade him away and back. <laughs> and then I'll trade for him again later on. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. And then like uh, but speaking on deals, Pat trying to trade away Coochie was fucking. <laughs> I offered, so I offered him. Uh, I offered him a, I didn't quite give him a firm offer, but like I said, oh, I might be, you know, I was trying to see what other stuff. Was Pat's out pitch was, he's been insanely good to me. I yeah. just, I, I <laughs> like three good starts. Great. Like this guy was in three weeks Thanks. ago. Pat. Anyway, so what were you about to do though? You were thinking of so, getting him. <laughs> so because at the same time that I was offering Lazardo in a deal, like I kind of wanted to get an arm back and I was also look, kicking the tires trying to get Jack Flaherty, you know? Yeah. And so. I I brought him up to him and Pat's like, well, he's like, I'll give, I'll cut you a deal. I'll give you Stanton and Kuchi for a second round pick. How's that? <laughs> like, uh, like two bums. He, he might even start off with saying a two and a four. Oh my out. god! Like, what are you talking like, about? Get no. out of here! And then, get like, out of here! And then he like backs down a little bit and he's like, well, like, all right, maybe I can do a two for both. Like, you know, and it's like, Pat, I'm like, the most I'm going to give you for these two guys is a fourth round pick. And that's only if like, my other shit doesn't work doesn't out. Work. Yeah. And, and like, after, after I, uh, we approved our deal for Rodon, he was like, I can't believe you didn't reach out, you know, for Coochie instead of Rodon. I'm like, and what? 
<laughs> I don't know if he was kidding. If he was, I, I, I misinterpreted it. But I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Cooch? <laughs> Coochie over Rodon. Yeah, well, you tell me who you're keeping next year. The if you had those fuck. two that guy is a waiver wire pickup and, every the year. Thing is, is like, so like Coochie next year, like is going to go in like the sixth round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I can't believe he didn't, he didn't reach out about the Coochie. I'm stuff. surprised you didn't reach out about Kikuchi. What are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck? God. <laughs> Dude, I, I when I got no that text sense. in the morning that was like a two and a four, and he was like, "How's a two and a four? I'm like, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> what do you have that's worth a two and a four? <laughs> like, it's this is the point of negotiation uh, like, where I say he's bad. It's like if you start out there, I know there's no way we're making. Like, yeah, this, we're just we're just miles apart on this. Yeah, like this there's is no not happening. there's no meat in the middle on this one. No, I will say a part of several you know, discussions I have with people. I'm very proud that that people are very um, willing to just go to the grave. Like Bill, I was talking about. I, I do like it. I'll, I'll give you a six, and he was like, "I'd rather go to the grave." And I was like, "God, I'm so proud of people doing." Yeah, this. no, no, I <laughs> I agree. It's like go, yeah, go to the grave, my guys, and and then so that's the thing. Like I get. I get Pat's position there and I respect to go to the grave, but like, you're, you know, I'm not going to die on a second round pick for Coochie, you know? No, <laughs> no. no, but like for the you same can. time, like the hell, that's not, the hill, that's not the hill you're dying on. No, <laughs> like Jamie offered a nine for hell's that that's dude. You're back in like the historic, like prehistoric. No one's new in that deal anymore. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do like that, that in our league because back in the day, like that used to be a thing. And like, you know, you know, make them give you something that's worth it. And the other thing, so, like, in Ricky's standpoint, that I always hammer home, and I, I know he kind of realized this a little bit, but, like, not that I think a swap from a four from an eight is nothing, but, like, when you have so many picks, like, you're talking about, you know, the 23rd or 24th or 25th guy on your roster, they're going to be dropped in the second week of the season. Yes. Yeah. You yep. know? Yep. So, um, so yeah, there's that. Um, the last thing I'll say about kind of before we get into our overall draft picks mattering discussion was, so I thought it was interesting, one, that in our league, I was able to pick up Edwin Diaz like three weeks ago or maybe, maybe four or five weeks ago. I don't know exactly when. I could look it up. But I actually – like I threw him out to a couple guys as like, hey, you know, your keeper set sucks. Like <laughs> – this guy's probably going to be a top five draft pick next year. I might even keep him. Like, I can see a scenario keeping him. Nobody wanted him. That is a little surprising. I, I, I like people like to smell their own cooking, though, so to speak. They 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 are in love with their own guys. I like, do we not can... do we not forget? Like, Duty was going to keep Edwin Diaz. Duty had like ten keepable guys, and he was going to keep Edwin Diaz until he tore the teller tendon. And it's not like he had a shoulder and an elbow injury. He's probably going to pitch before the end of the year, maybe not just because the Mets are shit, but that's the only reason he's probably not going to pitch. But, like, I, I don't know. that It's funny, you know, and I've given up trying to explain to other managers in this league what they should be doing. I'm not Jamie. We're like, <laughs> I'll spend that much time trying to do it. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it out there, but it's like, no, I'm not interested. It's like, all right, well, okay. This league can get a little vanilla. I definitely – I think – because it I feels like the reason is because anytime you do something that's, let's just say, sort of out of the norm, you just get roasted, like, oh, yeah. forever. Yeah, and I think, I think people are just afraid to make big moves anymore. You got to have yeah. thick skin in this league. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't that's know, for yeah. sure. It's like, have your, have your shitty keepers then, you know? <laughs> 
Like my my team's pretty good and watch it. Like there's a probably like, you know, a decent chance I end up just keeping Diaz. So uh anyway. Um uh so draft picks don't matter. I know we kinda went over that a little bit. Now do they matter? Do they Ben matter? kind of already aired himself, but I'd, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on that after all this. I actually started making a list, but kind of ran out of room. Just wanted to see like how many people actually had, you know, how many uh, people on their roster to this point that they've drafted. Um, Evan, I started off actually has zero. That guy has not one guy he drafted. Wow. Well, he didn't have any. He didn't have any picks though. No, but and, I just thought that was interesting. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you know Mook really hammered that home on the last pod with you guys, and like I, I know. think you know, that tried to motivate. That motivated me to trade more of my picks, but then I realized I wasn't getting anything that was really going to change things. Good, uh, good. You had three. Looks like Luzardo, O'Neal, and Snell. That was it. Uh, no, Hunter Brown. And Hunter Brown. Sorry, I did miss that. One. Okay, so that's yeah. four then. And, and that's the thing. So like. I didn't have the middle round picks. I had two ones, two threes, and a four. And so those were the picks where I got that out of. And, like, I had a an over 50% hit rate there on it all. And that's the thing is it's, like, not all – I think my take is that not all of your picks are going to be good. It's not guaranteed value. In fact, you know, at least half of them are not going to be. But yeah. the idea is, is, like, like I think Hunter Brown – like, I, I will 90% be keeping Hunter Brown. I love Hunter Brown – you know, Snell's been great this year. O'Neal's obviously been hurt, but I knew that, that he was either going to be, you know, 30-30 or he was going to get hurt, you know, yeah. when he got hurt again. Um, you know, Lazardo's been great overall, you know, outside the last couple starts, but, like, you know, two weeks ago he was a top 12 pitcher on the year. Um, so, yeah, like, you can hit on those things. You can also totally miss. Like, you drafted Robbie Ray. I was really close to drafting Robbie Wright when I drafted Jesus Lazardo. And if I would have if I would have taken Tyler O'Neill with that second pick, I probably would have taken Robbie Ray. Yeah, so, that was that was a big bummer for me. But like that's a miss. But on the other hand, like you were about you were adding a guy and I didn't like Robbie Ray necessarily, but I'm like, this guy's had two hundred strikeouts for the last four seasons. I, you know? I actually yeah, like he was supposed to be my safe pick over other uh, guys extended. yeah yeah like, and look there's other there's other myths there. there you know it's you know your hit rates whatever call it 50 percent, even the high ones but like I, I my philosophy is is like you know you have to at least hit a few guys in the draft like duty didn't have draft picks but he hit on bellinger on um on jd martinez like you know guys like that and I, so I always say, like, the, your roster's in thirds. Like, you have a third of your success is your keepers. The other third is your draft. And the last third is the free agent mining. Mm. And the funny thing is I'm definitely a proponent of, like, it doesn't matter after the fifth and yada, yada, yada. But there seems to be – and obviously there's more rounds. So that's part of it. But there is a, a vast difference of how many guys drafted after, like, the fourth round and down who are still on – See uh, rosters the entire year compared to the first four. It rounds. obviously gets less probable. It gets it gets thinner, but I think it also matters too. Like I said, back to the roster construction thing of like, if you have a ton of picks in the early rounds, like you're going to end up dropping guys faster that are fifth and sixth round picks. You know, yeah. well, so I'm saying these guys are on the roster all year long. In yeah, most of them were. You know, obviously, again, more picks, and that's obviously more opportunities to kind guys. But just it's just crazy to me that the for first four rounds weren't particularly great. For our but like I felt like that first fourth, three rounds, that fourth say. round was pretty good of guys. The fourth round was great. Yeah, I actually yeah. had almost all my guys in my I had six and almost all of them were in the fourth. Yeah. 
So, but I mean, you get like I think there's I think it's your best chance because it's so hard to trade for you know guys in this league unless you're buying and selling. I think it's your best chance to like to make a big like you know keeper set altering move or season you know something that makes your season. Agreed. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't really have a lot of draft capital this year. Um, it looks like I have four guys that I, I got, got four from the draft. Yeah. yeah, and five if you include the rookie round with Diaz. Mm. Um, Which I think that's an extension of, of the Yeah, draft. okay, of yeah, the draft. It is now. Um, but that said, that's why I'm comfortable with trading away my early picks is because it's like, Hey, I'm in the position that I'm in now, and I had no draft capital. So to me, it just proves to myself like you can sort of piecemeal these teams within the week, day to day, and make it happen. Now, the counter to that would be well, if you did have the draft capital and you did have those earlier round picks, maybe you would be higher in the standings right now. Well, but that's just not the way they play. Whatever the next guy, Jamie has 12 them. guys. 12 You're right. Guys. I would have dropped them. Now, what yeah. did you say, Hasky? Jamie had 12 guys that he drafted still on his team. Oh, today. wow. But 12. he also had every pick before the seventh round. True, but just and saying. And he also held just on saying, to Yeah, so that, okay. He held on to Tim Anderson. Now, like they, weren't all, they weren't all rock stars. I'll read through them. Kershaw, Muncie, Melendez, Lowe, Fairbanks, Barlow, Valdi, Robertson, Estrada, Adams, Cobb, and Story. So none of those I would say necessarily like season altering. Yeah, um, I mean like but, Kershaw's been great when he's pitched. Like, but hasn't been so solid because of the power. Like Fairbanks has been what you'd expect as a closer there. But like, a vault, no vault. And I say a vault. He's been great for most of the year. So I would say that. But he's also died the last month. But, yeah, true. Yeah. But he was great for a while. Yeah, and Robinson, so, and, Robinson and story and story was on the IL for half the season. Yeah, exactly. So here's saying, another. That's another reason he's still on. Here's yeah. another thing to look at and. You could take my managing style <laughs> as an example. Uh, so it's one thing to talk about the guys that are still on the team that you drafted, but like I dropped a lot of guys that a lot of other teams ended up picking <laughs> up. So Barrios, for example, is a guy. Yep. Yes. Um, I think Bill has McMahon. That's a guy that I drafted. There's guys out there that I drafted that are on other teams now. So Ben's basically warning you all: do not follow his example. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm wild. I'm wild out there. I'll, You're like I'll Trump, man. It only Did works for one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't try to. Yeah, don't try to mimic the style. Listen, I got Carrie Car Keeper Carrie Carpenter on my team right <laughs> Keeper, now. You that guy's Trump right stud. Trump's name I've ever heard. Keeper Carrie Carpenter. Keeper Carrie Carpenter. He's a stud, man. Uh, um, they couldn't. They couldn't believe it when I picked up Carrie Carpenter. Carrie <laughs> Carpenter great. I love He's that a fucking great, name. Great man. Carrie <laughs> Carpenter. <laughs> Until he sucks, and that that, that loser Carrie Carpenter sees his drop. <laughs> <laughs> Ben is like Trump <laughs> of this league. <laughs> but okay, but great guy, but okay. Great so look, I'm, great, I'm, I'm doing a oh, bunch of things always, here and there. But I feel like <laughs> if you want to look at it this way, Perry, on the other hand, is like the opposite of me. Oh, not yes, dropping yeah. anybody. Manoa's like, there's got to be like there's got to be like a, believe, right? be like, a co like a middle ground maybe between me and Perry of keeping a guy for way too long. Or so I was talking. I was talking with Luke guy too early. 
I was talking with Luke about this after you guys pod, and like Noah's still on the clock. You know, we talked about how like I, Why? you know, what'd you say? He, he said Manoa is still on the team. It's like what the, f- what is that? What what percentage of uh, Perry's draft was still on his roster? Because he had like the worst draft, you know, I capital, and that was still not drop guys. I should have done that one first. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, one we got to do. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the other twist of your analysis of the correlation for managers. Like, <laughs> dude, by hundred percent, it's gotta be close to. 100%. He sucks. What the hell, like, dude? Manoa got sent down again because he he's got sent down twice, so, twice, and he's still on his roster. Now, don't get me wrong; he's not competing, so whatever. But it's just like, dude. Yeah, at this point, you got it. You got it. Just, just cut me. You mean to tell me Perry's not competing? No way. <laughs> it's like, no shit. No shit, he's not competing. What the hell? Luke was ready to give him manager of the year. He, he still is. <laughs> he's still, you think he's changed Yeah, his and mind? Pat's going to steamroll all of us in four years. Now that's that's one of my favorite gimmicks, though. I never want that to go away. Uh, it's like, what is happening here? He's still got Ben Attendee on the roster, too. <laughs> oh, by the way, it pissed me up. The week I played Perry, like, Ben Attendee, of course, like, hit, like, 450 out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, did he? That's run. hilarious. Hey, it's like, this guy... Did a rise at a home run, too, right? <laughs> what? Did a rise at a home run, too? Was that versus you? Yeah, a rise did hit one on, yeah. But it's like, this guy, I'm like, Ben Attendee should be buried in free agency right now on yeah. nobody's On no, nobody's team. <laughs> nobody's. He's got a... He should be radio. Brandon Drury too. He was a guy yeah. that I drafted. Yeah, I did. I another guy. Like, so I I couldn't fit him onto my roster, but I wanted to pick him up. Um, back when like Gorman was starting to struggle a little bit, but then Drury got hurt, so uh, then like didn't get. Yeah, I had to drop him or something because had I else left. But then I got I got Kim to fill in at second base. Then anyway, so uh, he does I, have I do, some will... good younger keepers though. Uh, I guess he's got no, a young Perry team. Has a keeper, barring what happens with Wander Franco. I was gonna say it would have been way funnier oh, if he was Jesus. competing. Yeah, and the Wander Franco <laughs> thing. You guys want to get into that real quick? What the uh, hell? I I haven't looked into it too much to be completely yeah. honest. Other than I mean, it's one of those things. Look, like you know, I'm the biggest, I'm the biggest um, innocent until proven guilty guy and all of that. But like the way these leagues, like until he's until he somehow able is able to clear his name and that's going to take at least a year. I um, mean, no, he's totally, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now it, if Bauer is done, Franco is, he's out. It's, he's already got that stain. She's got, she's taking pictures in a car with a bottle of alcohol and she has like a two year old kid. Oh, I didn't see all that. I mean, yeah, but like people, dude, there's, if, there's she's actually, country, if she's actually 14 though, are allowed to drink she's not a two year old kid. Yeah, and you know, but what's the birth know, certificate can, say? You can give birth at ATR. It's, it's DR. Yeah, it is DR. different country. It's Jesus you know, I don't. Christ. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna claim to yeah. understand any of it all. And, look, we won't go or down know there. It. I think he's. I think he's fucking done though. You, uh, once you get this stain on you, man, I don't care if he's innocent or not. It's like the Bauer situation. World, you're done. World, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. it's it doesn't you know, look good. It doesn't look yeah. good. Yeah, and. And, and of and course, it, was, it happens to Perry. Sorry, Perry. I mean, sorry, Perry. Perry. It happens to Perry. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless something really shocking comes out over the offseason. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, he's not playing next year either. No, he's on the the invisible blacklist that you've talked about, Goody. Yeah. Like nobody's going to want to. Yeah. 
You'll be exactly. out. It's, it's not like Major League Baseball has any sense of subpoena power. So, like, it, it's going to be secondhand knowledge at best that they really garner from people. Like, it's going to be hard for them to really prove either or. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's one of those things is, like, I, it's, it's worse than, you know, keeping a pitcher over Tommy John. Like, you have no idea if he ever comes back. And he I know Perry, or not yeah. Perry, Speed held on to Bauer through it all. And it's like, you got, and eventually, you know, he he pretty much sank one of his seasons doing that. Yeah, he did. And, and um, now, obviously, it was at the same time as Tatis was hurt and then suspended and all that. But, like, yeah. The league it, also hated Bauer, though. So, like, they were going to find any reason to. Yeah, that's yeah, the one that's thing. Like, point. Franco, Franco, at least, like, you know, one, like. Oh, my God, know, Rosario. I'm not saying Homer. he's the most liked guy in baseball because he's definitely not from what you hear uh you know but more just from kind of he's kind of like a young i guess like you know like anybody who's 20 years old and super talented you know <laughs> would be uh yeah. but bauer bauer just was a little bit more and you know he's I, in your I, face about it yeah, yeah, yeah. bauer's yeah, yeah. a little bit more of like a pretentious jerk about stuff even before that <laughs> by the way it's I, unreal that yeah that's uh, he, true it's unreal that that Jay, or sorry uh perry loses a shortstop and has like two more that he, in the in the in the you know, can fill right in right behind him and Corey Seager and, you know, maybe Holiday next year. So, is filling the shortstop hard? Apparently, for me, it is. I know you got Bobby Witt over here, but I, I, uh, I don't Bichette. have it. I haven't had a good shortstop since Bogey. Yeah. I got Dansby. So, oh, Grayson, that slider is so sexy. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Kowski's jerking off. Grayson's going <laughs> over here. Uh, all right. So, I think. Let me go back to the notes here. Uh, all right, last last thing, and we are going from the top down. We're going standings review. All right, uh, let's all do it. Uh, so I I've already declared Brendan is now ready for launch. So he I think. Oh, he's in. You're yeah. not getting there, especially that schedule. I didn't even realize that schedule that yeah. yeah, he's already through the hard part of the schedule. He yeah, it's, so, it's a good year for Brendan. Yeah. So Mook has suddenly put himself by his you know, miracle Sunday against me. And then I guess he beat the shit out of Pat last week. And with Jamie losing to Brendan, um, that's become now interesting. I feel like, I feel like it's those three battling for the bye. I know I'm not that far behind him still, but I feel closer to the muck just the way my team's been the last couple weeks. Um, so I feel like it's like a, a Jamie Mook duty race for, uh, for the bye. I play Jamie this week. Um, Ooh. Yeah, either one of, one of you are knocking each other out of the bye, I feel like. Either he's going to knock – well, Jamie's either going to knock me deep into the muck or I'm going to pull him back from the bye. I don't know. Oh, um, well, well, Goody, you have four home runs tonight. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, <laughs> uh, Bobby Witt is oh, – Well, shit, he is a – Absolutely. Rosario oh hit God, one. Eddie, Eddie Rosario yeah, that's what Mikaria texted earlier. Rosario hit a homer. Goldie Dude, hit bro. a homer. Love it. Uh, all right. I'm feeling Put good. Put the beat down dude, on Jamie. Love I, it. I don't know, dude. I, I, I said I don't – Jamie needed to make some moves to the deadline. I know he was trying. I, I I'm just, surprised he didn't. And he he gave up a one for Hater, and then he didn't do anything else. I think he tried. I think there wasn't enough people to sell. I think I truly believe I think it. he just maybe – he didn't want to get – I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what his offers were. I don't know, like, what, you know. It's not a Jamie – it's not a typical Jamie team who who's – going for it so let's put it that way so it's funny this like me and him have been top two in roto for most of the season Was that, yeah, like, he has had a good roto score but i agree i agree with you like i i don't know um 
he also now has Kershaw on sale back. Like I in find story, it in story's back. You know yeah, he's well, playing. So the the last time Kershaw and Sale were each pitching great together was against me, of course. And I remember saying like to you guys like, oh, like Kershaw, Sale, and Avoldi aren't going to be pitching like this in a couple months, you know. Yeah. And then they all got hurt, and then now I got to face Kershaw and Sale back again, of course, yeah. to come right back for me. His offense is still deep, though. If you look at it, actually, it's, it's, he still has. And Otani slugging forty fucking home runs a year. Yeah. Right? So I mean, I guess looking from the offensive side, he still has probably the best offense or one of the best offenses. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, see how that all goes. But I, so that's. I mean, I think that's a really interesting match this week with me versus him. Not just it. It is for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, with I know I think it's I saw Mooks playing Evan. Which so all right so in that case like it depending on my matchup before we head into the last two weeks it depends on whether I end up if two spots open up or if it's still just a race for one I feel like hundred percent yeah you're you're weak I'm actually rooting for Jamie obviously because I'm, I know you are part. yeah <laughs> if, he, if he but I mean you're just just you came out of the gun uh, the gates yeah. freaking guns hot, all that, so. I, the thing I'm worried about is so glass it, it'll all I'll tell you how I feel after I see glass now pitch tonight. Which he's actually starting right now, because um, it's like I don't know. He hasn't pitched in 14 days, and that was the reason I lost to Mook. Was he had he got pushed to the last minute Sunday because of back spasms, and then like he doesn't pitch for 14 days. I'm worried like is he going to go out and throw one inning and then like be brought off? Ugh. Ugh. It, 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 with the Rays' luck lately, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm like walking on glass right now. Uh, glass now. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't, wow, that was good fun. I didn't even think about that. I uh, so, um, so yeah, I get we're in that race, I guess it's so that would leave Mook, Evan, or sorry, not Mook, Ben, Evan, Hauski. Speed's still in it. Speed, surprisingly, you think speed still- is still in it too. He's still, in yes, it. he's not out. He's not, out. he could, he could destroy me this week. He's, I've, I've so you're I've, playing speed, yes. Oh, okay, that's interesting. God, yeah, the muck is still so the close. Muck is there, man. The muck it's is like there. if if one team just starts beating up on other teams throughout the weeks, they yeah. could be in. And speed has historically done well. It's against crazy. Me. I, I, I'm gonna say it. Get, getting your back blown out in the muck is a death sentence. Oh, you're screwed. Well, you're done. I got my back blown out by Jamie, and I was back in it a little week later. Yeah, I've been having some good weeks, and if I didn't have those good weeks, I, yeah, it'd be over. I'd be in uh, the pos- position that other teams are in right now. But as we just said, surprisingly, it is still so close. It uh, even the live, which of course that, it's Monday, does yeah, not matter. Doesn't but, matter, but, but still, it, you looking at it, it's just looking at the path. It's just like, damn. I still haven't been able to pass Evan. Like, all year long, I mean, quarter right now, I still haven't. But Evan's just been hanging at six. Dude, he just keeps hanging around. I cannot pass his ass. Well, he's not at six right (laughs) now, Goody. No, I'm I'm at six right now because I just beat up. Shut it down. Stop the count. Stop the count. (laughs) Just close it up. Let's start the playoffs. Come on. Keeper carry. Keeper carry Carpenter. But yeah, I'm feeling good though, man. A- after those few weeks, um, it's, I'm glad you're uh, having fun, man. I've had a rough. You've been past having a rough eight, go. Eight been, days. I was feeling great at the beginning of my matchup, and then with Mook, like ooh, up that Saturday, was when it started. Sunday just was like the Sunday from hell at the in-laws. 
What's the thing? You're, <laughs> you were at the in-laws. They, you're getting they know beat up. That you were no, it was oh, incredible. So here's the funny part. So like Kelly called me because she knew I was doing the pod. So like she called me right before the pod. And like we just like talked. And she's like – and uh, she asked me about like how's fantasy going. I'm like – Oh, no. She eh, asked not you. Not so good the last like – you know. But I was like it's a season of ups and downs. And she was like I feel like you haven't had a lot of downs this year. And I'm like – Oh, if only like, and I just kind of like, <laughs> ended the phone call. Like, if only I, I, I you knew. Just, I was thinking back to the like the Joker gift. I'm like, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't <laughs> get the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> but at least I was able. Like, it. I'm surprised it was pretty obvious how like pissed off and salty I was at the in-laws on Sunday. But apparently not. I just was quiet. Oh well, that's good. Because I, I well, well, like I was saying on the last pod, Goody and. I'm glad that you caught this when I was saying it because Halski and Mucaria couldn't fucking hear me apparently. But like you say when that? <laughs> yeah. But when you're when you're losing on a Sunday, then everything else in your life just starts creeping it's, in. It's like oh, I got work yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I'm tired of this. I you know, I got this going on. I'm at my in-laws and it's just like it just starts boiling in your head and you're like god damn it. And uh, yeah. There's like the op- the total opposite feeling. You win on Sunday. And oh like, yeah, it's I'll be, like I'll be showering on Monday and be like, oh, this, yeah. is a, this is a championship pep in your step. It's like I'm gonna bang my woman tonight. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good dinner going on. It's like, yeah, things are good. Things are looking up. Stock market's green. Let's go. <laughs> but, go. AI baby. AI. Yeah, AI. Yeah, exactly. But when you're losing on that Sunday, you wake up. You open your you open your Ameritrade account. It's all red. It's like God damn it! Can anything go right? That's how I feel anyway. Dude, it is bad. The Monday like, Monday does creep. That hit me like when you said that. Like the Monday creeps in on Sunday night. When yeah, you're, and when you're losing bad, it's just yeah. like Jesus fuck. I'm gonna wake up. And it's gonna be awful. But when you win, it's like oh, I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna look at those standings. I'm gonna be in a Better position than I am right now. The first thing when you wake up is you you refresh that standings oh, yeah. after see where it's you moved like, up. Yeah, you oh yeah. See. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of the course there's a commentary in the chat. About, oh yeah. Oh my god, you're done. You know, all that stuff like I said. There's no more yeah. losing in silence. Yeah, in the so. chat you're either getting praise well, there's not a lot of praise in the chat. It's usually yourself doing the praising of yourself. That's true. But, yeah. Yes. But if you sucked, you're gonna hear you it. Get really cool especially, that. especially if you own CJ Abrams. Oh my God. <laughs> Christopher Morell. It feels like an 2.0. <laughs> uh one one last thing I wanted to bring up was um and it relates to kind of the draft capital thing I forgot to talk about was like so on the flip side, I, I know we probably have fun at the draft anyway, but, like, when I couldn't get something that was meaningful enough, like, to give – the one flip side of the draft pick thing was, like, I want – like, at least I want to save draft day for myself and feel really good about my team. And I know I know, even if they're only, like, you know, 40 or 50% hit rates on these higher picks or whatever you want to call them, it's, like, at least I have a day where I feel really good about my team. It, it does, and well, also you're also selling the fun of that day, which she kind of keeps it, mind. Yeah. And apparently, it doesn't matter to you, but you just get so hyped and all that. Like I don't know, it's tough. No, I, I, I look. It's, it's, there were a couple years earlier on where I was down on the draft and getting together and stuff. It's like, oh, let's just do it, do it online. But in recent years, if anything, it's just cool to, that everybody is together, hanging yeah, out no, it's and fun. stuff. It's, it's fun a fun anyway. thing, whether you. 
uh, think the draft is worth it or not. It's it's still like, a cool I, opportunity to be like, all right, here we go. And then when you like, draft I, your I team, it's like, like yes. I remember I'm walking out of stoked. Evans and being like, man, I got, you know, D- Dylan Cruz I was probably most excited about. But I'm like, man, I got yes. Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Cruz, and, like, and Hunter Brown. Like, this is, you know, I, I you know, I, Bill. Could this is my you. year. I was this driving is, down you know, Route 1 with a hard on. Yeah. Exactly. Have you ever seen that movie, uh, Big Fan, with Patton Oswalt? <laughs> nah. Uh, I mean, well, I'd sort of spoil it, I guess, if I told you the, this one part. But there's this one scene in the movie where he's, like, looking at the schedule. And he's just like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. And he's, like, a big Giants <laughs> fan. He's like, oh, this this schedule? Oh, we're definitely winning this shit. And that's how the draft is, I feel like. Where yeah. it's just like you're looking at your team and it's like, oh, I crushed this draft. It's like this is we're doing we're and doing to, big and to be things. Fair, this year. Like I felt that way when I remember one year when like I didn't have any high picks and like I had a bunch of like eighth and ninth round picks, I guess you'd say, and like I was like, Oh, I couldn't believe these guys fell to me, and none of them turned out to be any good really. But like still I think no matter <laughs> what, you get excited. Well that's about, hilarious. You know, you know you, you're you're always seeing the the, the green or you know the 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 best of the guys that you've drafted at that at that exact moment. Yeah, yeah. It's hey, I thought Conforto was good at the time of the draft. But that just shows you the two the two best days of the fantasy season are draft day and opening day. Oh, Optimism. opening day was fun, and that was fun yeah. coming down to Dewey until <laughs> it turned into a whole other fucking thing <laughs> so that I can get into. I can get into night. real quick, but like. Yeah, my uh, I went down to Dewey to hang out with Goody was there, Bill was there, Pat, Pat was there, um, and Trevor. Trevor was there too. Yeah, yeah, Trevor for was- a little bit anyway. But yeah, my whole family came down. Hideout. Yeah, my whole family came down too, and we were staying at one of my dad's friends' places. And like after the whole day into night is basically done, like. Me, Pat, Goody go back to Goody like, place. It's, it's, it's like the seventh or eighth inning of like the West Coast Mariners game. Yeah, it's like started one at a.m. It's, like, yeah, no, it's late, and we're like bombed out of been, our mind, just like eating some, fucking Wawa. Dude, like we've Ubered home to my house, gotten Wawa already. <laughs> yeah, like, like we're toast. And I get a text from Amanda going, "Ben, we got to get out of this place." I'm like, <laughs> "What the fuck? What's going on here?" And she's like, "My dad said." Like, apparently, the HVAC unit in the place that we were staying, like, caught on fire or something, oh, or was shit. smoking or some shit, <laughs> and the fire department company, like, came over there, and they were like, yeah, you probably shouldn't stay here. Like, a whole thing, I get picked up by Amanda's dad with the kids in the back of the car, <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. yeah, and Rick, Rick starts, like, talking to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably just gonna fall asleep now all right i remember i remember standing on the balcony when they pulled up in like two cars and ben goes down and i'm like just sitting there you know drinking away or sipping whiskey and just like i could i'm like i can't believe this is real right now (laughs) i I couldn't believe it was real i fell asleep like maybe five minutes after we the best part was we were about to go to bed and ben gets this text and he comes out he tells you about it he's like Make me another drink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Well I don't remember it. that, but you I believe like, it. I might as well just be bombed. Like, we already drank all day. And, like, I like made another, like, I think, like a whiskey ginger ale for you or something. Because it was like, just make me another drink. Like, 
Dude, it was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. We drove back to my fucking house that up that I'm at now. Can you like, imagine like the oh. men in black scene where that guy like takes the leather over and just like drinks the whole fucking thing of water? <laughs> just, yeah, Oh, or uh, Aaron Paul in Breaking Bad where he's oh, God, it was so insane. It was insane, and we had such. But back to Goody's original point. <laughs> opening day is like fun and that was a particularly good fun day for me too because i got to go down to dewey it was fun until <laughs> that happened god but yeah it's a day of officers like your first home run your whole team like you oh yeah up, like yeah. nothing can go you haven't dealt with the frustrations of uh well you know, i don't think i've ever had a good start to the season <laughs> at least not in the last like six years so i don't really know what it feels like to have fun on opening day <laughs> This year, I did not have a good start at all, but opening day was still fun for me, regardless. It's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, do you guys have anything else to add to this no, pod? I need to go, I need to go jerk it to, to Grayson and watch the start, and I ain't half paying attention to you guys. I'm just watching this. Oh, okay. Pitching. Yeah, I need to, what about I need you, to go, like, you know, pray that Tyler Glass now makes it out alive today. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that'll do it. For this episode of Streaming Dreams, episode four, sponsored by BasementHangApparel.com. <laughs> Check it out. Get Six your. One, one, I got one last thing to plug. I got to throw. Oh, in. okay. Go ahead. So, because Ricky texted me before this, reminded me Survivor League. Oh yeah, Survivor Ooh, League is live. Text yeah. me if you want to join. Twenty dollars. In, invite your friends. Invite your wives. Invite. Your Panamanian relatives. I'm saying, I get all. The That's what makes it fun when the pot is super. You make the pot big. bigger every year. I'm excited for that. Hopefully, I don't get bounced in week one, which has happened say, multiple fucking times now. I hate. I think it. my team name is Make It to Week Two, and I did not make it to Week Two. You so, should let us do another buy. Hit me up. Can you do? Can you make it a league where you can do another buy-in if you get? No, bounced? I don't like that. You don't no, like no, it? No. All right, one and done. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Hit up Goody for that. I think it would be fun if everybody from the fantasy baseball league joined. I think a lot of them. <laughs> I think, think a lot of them does. do. Yeah, yeah. I think most everybody does. Okay. Yeah, all right. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you all for listening. Good night. Good night. Dreaming dreams, cause my pitching staff.